This is David Annandale, Black Library author, and you're listening to Seven Land Hand. That's Seven Land Hand! Wahoo! Brought to you by Good Games. Matt's on bass, I'm playing guitar. Meanwhile, Gerzak Wag Daka 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 Wag Shoot These Gits Iron Skull is on drums. That's our war band sorted. It's time to journey to Shadespire, a town on one of the eight mortal realms. It's the Age of Sigma. But how old is he? Why did his mum name him after a shit Mitsubishi? There are four grand alliances, but we paid 3500 for ours. This is Seven Land Hand. Shadespire is an, a- an area-influence, objective-grabbing, deck-management, tabletop skirmish with miniatures G-Dub Gamer. It was released in 2017 and is a game for two to four players with only 30 minutes to get their Age of Sigmar on. The game was designed to bring a Warhammer experience into the organised play arena. Tournaments coming shortly. Mm-hmm. Shadespire was designed by mathematical madman David Sanders and comes from plucky young upstarts Games Workshop. The game's elevator pitch reads as follows. Warhammer Underworlds, Shadespire, is a game for two to four players in which each player takes their warband of fantastically detailed Citadel miniatures and pits them against their rivals in battles across the dark city of Shadespire. It's a game of strategy, fast-paced combat and devious ploys. Gather your warband, enhance your warriors with unique skills and upgrades and lead them to victory against your foes. Only the bravest warriors have a chance of escaping the cursed city of Shadespire. And, though you'll find this an easy game to pick up, only the most experienced players will master it. Uh, One disclaimer before we proceed, David Sanders is not actually a madman. However, to emulate every piece of Games Workshop art ever, he travels with a cast of thousands, ensuring that any selfie he takes contains hordes of onlookers grappling around his feet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but what does it all mean to gamers? From the underworld to your podcast app, it's Matt Born Sleepy McHale. <sighs> back again. Yeah, back again, referencing bands from the 90s that no one knows of today because yeah. <laughs> everyone was born in the 90s these days. Oh, uh, that's it. Yeah, there's nobody left except us. That's right. Well, no, there's, there's, there's thousands of them, but they're all so, so young. <laughs> anyway, oh, we're young too. I'm 17, Matt. How old are you? Yeah, uh, 16. 16. Yeah, I thought yeah. I was a year older than you. Yeah, that's, that's right. good. I'm looking forward to my 18th birthday. It's going to be Ooh, wild. Can I come? Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Of course Excellent. you can, man. Yeah, yeah. Good, big good. night. Big night plan. Um, yeah. what, what geekiness has stuck to, uh, in, in, in your life this, uh, this, in, the, in the city of mirrors or glass? Uh, yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah. you know, the one thing I've learned is that to not play too well, not throw stones in a city of glass because it tends to collapse on you. But mm. the big thing that's in my world at the moment is uh, Blood Bowl. Uh, oh, oh, the yeah, new season has started. Yes. yes. The, How many uh, games have you played, Matt? One. How many games have you won, Matt? One. Yeah, this is why this has been brought up. This How many games awesome. did you play last season? Uh, ten. How many games did you win? One and a half. <laughs> oh, we didn't hear anything about that season, did we? Oh, I no, see what's going on. The, uh, the Lustrian Forskinks uh, yes. is my team. I'm playing Lizardmen. Yeah. And uh, they've, they've actually jumped from the 2D, from the two-dimensional cardboard cutout to uh, oh, actual 3D minis. Seven Land had Facebook page. Yeah. I couldn't understand it because the photos were in, a, in the wrong order. Is that right? You had the standees, That's then you right. had fully painted, then you had them undercoated. Shows the progression. 
Oh no, they were. They were. I I, I purchased them off somebody who had oh. already done some painting, and then you spray painted spray over because I thought they were particularly terrible when I saw them yeah. initial painted. Yeah. Then they looked better undercoated. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing <laughs> is, is uh, and do you know what? What that's a real testament to these miniatures, that this new era of uh, G Dub miniatures, because they're really really detailed mm. and or is even, it a super thin undercoat. Well, I used the good old Korak. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, Corax. it could be. It could, yeah, what did you do with Korak's wife for? I thought it was a very much a, a black undercoat. Well, I'm going for uh, a more of a lighter, sort of happier shade of lizard. Oh, okay. You know, more like uh, South American lizard. South American lizards, yeah. yeah. They're very um, very. They're, they're party animals. Uh, they South, are, so South brightly coloured. I'm, I'm looking oh, – I'm still – I'm actually th- thinking of throwing it open to anybody who gives a shit yeah. to uh, suggest, suggest what colour scheme colours. I go. Yeah. It's going to be a progressive uh, – a work in progression. That's the gonna, four skinks. Yep. Mm. So hopefully when by the time I get to the last game mm. – or, you know, the grand final. We'll see how we go. Yeah. Uh, It'll definitely be a last game. I'm not sure if it'll be a grand final, <laughs> but yeah. And then hopefully by that stage, there'll be a full painted team. And uh, yeah. yeah. So that's what, yeah. Well, that's, that's exciting. It's like a little bit of a, a painting project for the, this season. They're really interesting too. Because the last season I played elves, right? And elves are really dodgy and you don't want to get them in fights because they get hurt really easily. I thought that I'd heard that the the... the so the imbalance of Blood Bowl lent heavily towards elves winning over a long period of time. In a probably because of the whole agility of the overall team, and even yeah. it's all up with a lot of skills. But if you run into a lot of bad luck, like I did, where I didn't sure. get a lot bad of luck, money, yeah. Well, I, no matter. <laughs> even if I won the match, I lost them. But I, I wasn't getting in enough money to be able to give them any decent, yeah. um Sort of any get any re, rebuy players that I that mysteriously died on the field, uh, so I couldn't keep my team intact. Is the problem? We obviously felt like there weren't going to be any good this season. Well, that that that's the thing. But the funny thing is, there's a lot of there's a lot of elves in this season. Actually, all the orcs are gone. Thank God. There's a, like I think there's only one <laughs> or two teams left of orcs. Yeah. Uh, the rest, everyone seems to have jumped on the elf bandwagon. But oh, I know there was that guy with the amazing. Um pitch that was playing Skaven. Yeah. Is he still playing Skaven? Oh, they're in there. This, yeah, the oh, Warp Crawl Breaches. Yeah, yeah they're in there. Fantastically uh, that's That's Elliot's pitch. table, and that looks fantastic. Yeah. So I am also, I have this little side project is I'm hoping to build a pitch as well that's uh, themed to my uh, lizards, but hmm. we'll see how we go. I'll start with the t- painting the team first and see much Maybe time. Maybe lots of lizards sitting in the uh, audience with handbags made out of people skin. Oh, there you go. Wow. I'm going to write that down. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, that's a brilliant idea. Or alternatively, I could just set it all in some sort of terrarium and buy a heap of live skinks and let them run. Around the outside. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They might not make it through the season. Hey, um, Peter might I've be on got me. back on the – I bought a new Xbox game uh, during the week. I got a um, State of Decay 2. Ah, uh, yes. Because uh, I love my post-apocalypse. I love my zombie stuff. Mm-hmm. This thing's just a stress out, man. There's always something going wrong, which I don't mind. But, and I'm not so <laughs> sure. I haven't got – I don't know if it's one of those things, you know, where you've got to get your skill level up. So you're just like, oh, I need medical supplies. Not a problem. I'll go and do that. But every time you leave, it seems like the zombie's coming to smash your place up. You know, you just get things going. It's one of those – you're completely stressing out all the time just to keep things going and keep the band of people happy. I'm not familiar with a lot with of icons. Yeah, and there's a lot of icons saying – 
Yeah, this guy's injured and he's depressed. And you think, well, I'll fix the injury. And you give him some painkillers and they go, he goes, no, that won't work. And you go, okay, I'll give you some bandages. No, that's not going to work. I'm already at full health. And you go, <laughs> oh, his crack. stamina must be low. I'll give him some energy drink or something, you know. And it goes, no, no, that won't work either. And you go, what's left? You know, as I'm scouring the internet, just trying to find it. It's very much one of those games you're supposed to learn as you go and no instructions and everything. <laughs> yeah. But my whole, my whole town is miserable. My, well, town, there's five of them. And, um, is it like a? I think I'm sick of them. Is I, it like a first world shooter type thing, or is it a de- is it a top down? It's uh, RPG play third style? person. You're over the shoulder of the individual, and you can change between all of the people that are in your group. Um, but I think from what I've read, is it's more about uh, the art of surviving than going around smashing up zombies and all that sort of right. stuff. So you're always looking for resources and resource management. But I uh, know I haven't cracked it yet. I don't know if I don't like it or. Uh, it's going to come good, but mm. I've sort of shied away from it in the last few days, so I think I'm sick of it already. Does that I'm mean you've sad. played State of Decay 1? No, I haven't played State of Decay oh, 1. Okay. Yeah. Mm. No, I don't know. It's kind of not on my radar, that one. being. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. It, it's the buzz at the moment. Certainly there's a lot of talk about it. Um, I was still like Dying Light. Dying Light was fantastic. That was, yeah. That's my game. Yeah. I don't know if I read if it was true or not, but I read think I read somewhere that there's going to be Oh, I did. There's a new Fallout coming. Fallout oh. 74? Well, 76. It was only number 3 last time. Yeah. <laughs> they they've really <laughs> They've then? jumped from yeah. 5 to 76. Yeah, in, was it Fallout 4 the last one? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, that was yeah, my first foray into the Fallouts. I played it a lot more than I did State of Decay 2. I played that a lot. But I don't know if I think I came away a bit dissatisfied. I just sound, sound grumpy all the time. Remember I said Dying Light is awesome. I <laughs> yeah, really enjoyed that's that. that's right, you did. Yeah, um, yeah but yeah, that's, so that's, that's definitely something to look on the horizon for. Set in a Vault 76. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. you playing the Fallouts years and years and years ago, like about 10 years ago, and I was like, oh, I'll have to get some of that. But I got it on PC and then my PC couldn't yeah. run it. And, Do you know that's the last yeah. time I actually ever owned an actual t- a desktop computer? Oh, you were playing it on PC as well? Yeah, wow. and then it died, and then I never replaced it. You just got laptops? Oh, yeah. Oh, Lazy laptops. Yeah. Anything else you've been doing, Geeky? Anything good? We got any hot tips? Hot tips. Well, uh, I'm going to save it for next month because okay. uh, it'll be more <laughs> relevant then. But, right. uh, so I'll keep it under my hat a little bit. But um, we've got... A uh, lot going on Netflix, but I, I have to say it's nothing, nothing standing out at the moment. I don't know. No, there's not, is there? I was looking over your shoulder. You've been watching Rain. I watched that for. We watched that for about five minutes. Couldn't put up with the the English voiceover of a Scandinavian thing. Yeah, and the ups and downs of just the, you know everything's cool. Everything's cool. Oh my god, I'm stressing out. It's too much. You know? Oh no, we've solved it. It's fine. It's okay. No, don't go up the stairs. There's just some stairs and there's a thing at the top. It's like, oh, you're back. It's fine. Okay. Oh my god, it's like I can hear Dad talking. To and it's just up like that and then down everything's fine and then up and then down and I was like no I'm out these people the Scandinavians are freaking out too much and I can't cope with it my my favourite part of that and I've only watched a few episodes we didn't uh, get through one they were sitting and I don't care if it's a spoiler because it's Norwegian no one's going to watch this uh, and I, unlike you I actually I immediately turn off the English dub because I can't stand dubbed things oh how did so you do I that? watch oh, there's a little yeah yeah turn, oh, turn yeah, off that the would subtitles be better. and I watch it in English subtitles titles with the Norwegian language and mm. that's so much better because you actually get their voices but they must be freaking out and they're not freaking out and then oh, freaking sure. out they're not freaking out all the time but it's, it's great, like one extreme to another this great scene where they go into a Burger King okay uh, in and, Norway 
Yeah, in Burger Norway. King in well, Norway. They, apparently. Okay. And they are sitting around and then they get these, the, the thing is, there's no zombie. Like, it's not a zombie apocalypse or anything. It's rain. But there are people who are severely hungry, so the ravenous horde, if you like. But Burger King's, oh, Burger King's all dilapidated. Yeah, yeah, there's no burgers own, there anymore. You've got to flip your own burgers. Not only that, you've got to grind your own meat. And right. it seems that on the menu is not, like, they're not cannibals, Oh, Which is yeah. really surprising. Five, <laughs> six years or five years or whatever after this thing happened, groups oh, of hungry that, hordes yeah. running around belting up on people to get food. Hungry, Yet hungry hordes. That's a game we haven't turned. Um, done. <laughs> they haven't turned to cannibalism yet. So, yeah, uh, watch the road if you want to feel completely yeah, miserable yeah. about the focus post apocalypse. It's not bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, definitely, it's definitely in your teen yeah. apocalypse drama. Scenario. Same as Shannara Chronicles and, Two and stuff half minutes. like that. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much longer I'm going to get through it, but yeah, um, yeah but that's that's about it. Nothing. It's been a, I don't know dry. Yeah. Well, Lost in Space. I said I think I said this on the last pod. I enjoyed the first few episodes because I watched it with my kids. Yeah, and then uh, Fiona and I watched it, and we were like, "Oh, this is dreadful." <laughs> Really? Really? Yeah. Oh, Dr. no, you Smith got to kick just, Oh, we watched the whole lot. Dr. Smith is great. No, nah, she's a pain in the ass. I know she you're absolutely to, is. I know but... you're supposed to, but you just think like, nah, she, that, that actress is really a, just a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what makes it good. And the robot is um, But unnecessarily is really cool. so. There's certain stages where she's just being nasty and working against the group when the group could actually be helping save her and she's going, no, nah, I think I'm still going to screw this up for you just because no. I'd want whatever is the opposite of what you want and that's what I'm going to go for, honestly. <laughs> unlike, unlike Ray, I won't spoil anything there, but um, I feel she's like, a I great wanna... character. Uh, yeah. she's, they've really, I think, caught the essence of the cowardliness of, of Dr. Smith the, uh, and the, the sort of the, the backstabbing... I like to um, see characters, even if they're being um, yeah, self-centred and do, doing things for their own purposes and don't care about anything else, but you've got to understand, when they're making decisions, you've got to go, oh, I understand why they made that. With her, it's just, she's just being nasty for nasty's sake. No, no, no. I don't, no, I don't no. buy that. No, 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 no. Yeah. not at all. No, no. Nah. She doesn't want to be rescued. Yeah, I know, because she thinks she's going to go back and get busted on the Exactly. On the yeah, yeah. That's all the motivation she needs, I think. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah, I don't want to face this. I want to get to Alpha Centauri, which they're never even going to get to. But there's I don't a, think that's a spoiler. There's but... a thin sliver of possibility in there, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get on it. Um, anyway, uh, we got um, this. Look, this would be normally a Neats and Toys thing. But um, there's a but... huge, there's a huge, huge, huge event going off in Adelaide on the 10th, or around the 10th. They've got like a... a ChurchCon. A, uh, no, regional Pro Tour qualifier. Oh, all that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're calling it a weekend, but it goes from Thursday to Monday. So it's kind of like a week, but Tuesday and Wednesday aren't invited. No. Yeah. Um, and the thing's huge. Uh, it starts on the Thursday, the 7th of June. So if you're in the region, which I think is anywhere from the, from Southeast Asia down to... <laughs> um, okay, that kind of region. Yeah, yeah oh, it's pretty big. Um, <laughs> Not like the uh, the Hunter Valley region or the, uh, the or, Snowtown region or... Uh, oh, can you name South Australian areas? I think Barossa Valley. The Barossa Valley, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it could be Asia-Pacific. I'm reading what Aaron said here now. <laughs> I text him going, what's the bloody region? He's, so Asia, anywhere in the Asia-Pacific. Uh, so there's, there's, he says there's one to two Southeast Asian ones and one to two Australian ones per season. And uh, Adelaide, Adelaide Good Games mm. are hosting this one. 
And it starts from Thursday where they've got a, like a magic pauper event and then, uh, you know, the usual Friday night magic standard and battle bonds kicked off by then. So they're doing that on the, the Friday evening from 6.45. What's battle bonds? Battle bond. Don't ask me too many hard questions. Uh-huh. I'm going to hit Aaron here to back me up. Sure, battle bond sure. is a two-headed giant format, uh, like a unique set that's coming out from Magic. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's there's a uh, – we're recording on um, Friday night. This Sunday is a – preview event oh, okay and then next weekend it all kicks off so adelaide good games are taking bonds. full advantage of that and banging it straight into their regional pro tour qualifier that's a cool weekend. Name. i like that battle bonds yeah that's a- not bonds it's a battle bonds battle is what bonds. you wear underneath your jeans when you're ah. crapping your pants because you know things aren't going well battle bond is what you play with your best mate as you do uh, two yeah. out of giant and, and it's like a draft <laughs> format release weekend or the preview weekend is a sealed event but then it's uh it's like two out of giant draft format oh i look forward to hearing about how that goes yeah um anyway uh after that same friday night they've got a magic draft you know same at the same time so that'll be good fun drafting and dominaria is uh friggin awesome mm. uh and then 10 a.m they've got magic late draft i don't know how that goes start off at 10 at, 10 at night and just keep on going and then on the Saturday, oh, my God, I'll just go through it quickly. 11 o'clock, LCQ Standard. Then they've got more Battle Bond, and they've got a Standard Showdown. And they've got a 1v1 Brawl, which, uh, you know, some of our friends have been going nuts about building right. their Brawl decks. And then the Sunday, Sundays is where it's all at. That's the actual regional Pro Tour qualifier from 9 a.m. check-in. Um, what is he? There's some notes here that said this event is run off site. Please check Facebook for more details. Oh, so they're not cramming everybody into uh, Good Games Adelaide. No, it doesn't sound like it. Yeah, um, yeah. they do say that re- online registration is open to 11 p.m. Uh, local time, Friday, June 8th. What is local time, Adelaide? Uh, one hour in front of us. Uh, so that's plus nine Greenwich Mean Time. Sounds good. Look at the facts. Uh, what are we up to? Uh, LCQ format, standard individual format. Winner can bring a team to the regional Pro Tour qualifier the next day. Woo! Oh, nice. So side events are kicking off all weekend. And by weekend, we mean week. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be huge. Those, these boys are really well organized as well. I met them. There's, uh, Yufei is one of them. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's um, done a lot of work on this. And his mate, who I, whose name escapes me right now, but he didn't write to me with this information. So, <laughs> I wonder. Uh, <laughs> oh, and then, and then on Monday, sorry, they got Magic Modern One Thousand. I don't know what the thousand means. I say a thousand different cards, flavors of uh, red. No, it could mean that you know there's so many people in there. There's a thousand dollars worth of prizes going, or there's a thousand. Why do they call it the Indianapolis Five Hundred? Because you got to drive five hundred miles. There you go. Oh, so you've got to drive your magic deck, modern magic, your modern deck, five, a thousand miles. A thousand miles, yeah. Okay, well, do that, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's it. I mean, it's all kicking off from the se- uh, Thursday the 7th in Adelaide. Boom. Sounds like fun. I'd get in on that if you're in the local area and into magic. Yeah, Even sorry if you're not we, in the local area. Sorry we didn't get to do it uh, on the magic show, but uh, magic show's another fortnight, and all, this will all be done and dusted by then. We might be able to get some results from them. If we're well, lucky. there you go. You'll talk about the fallout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, fallout 76 is coming. Did I mention that? Yeah, I think we've covered that. How oh, about okay. we uh, wrap this up and get straight into some, uh, some Shade Spire, which is what we're here for. <laughs> Win Shadespire by commenting on the Facebook page for this show, episode 121, at facebook.com slash sevenlandhand. We'll announce last month's 
Well, announced last minute on Twitter. <laughs> well, so pick a word to yeah, yell. That's was, true. This month, announced. Announced. Last month's winners of Stuff Fables later in Neats and Twos. Yeah. This month to draw a winner, Good Games HQ asked their favourite teddy who should win. The teddy bear answered, well, that name will be revealed at the, where's the winner later oh, in the show. The teddy bear. The teddy bear answered? What? The, well, the, you, don't, you don't talk to your teddy bear? Yeah, but it doesn't talk back. That's the, that's the amazing part. That they talked to the teddy bear, and the teddy bear went, oh, I'll tell you who won, and, and lent in and actually said something. <laughs> Here's, a little much bit of shock. Se- Here's a bit of a secret for you. There was much shock at GGHQ. <laughs> and every month, Good Games are offering our listeners a special offer on the game we review. This month, it will be Shadespire. It won't is. be anything else. No. <laughs> While stocks last, seven and a half listeners can get 10% off Shadespire at every Good Games store within the Mortal Realms. Just conquer a path to your nearest good game store and state this month's password. Eternally 10% off. For all of February. No, not the February. Oh, that's a spelling mistake. Oh, that's a spelling mistake. <laughs> See, and I, what did I say about not reading spelling mistakes? Uh, For all of June. June. Yeah, June. Uh, eternally 10% off. And that's while stocks last. And it's eternally 10% off because Games Workshop, always 10% off. That's it. Good games. It's never going to change. Time. So there you go. Okay. Now on with the show. All right, welcome back. Uh, this, instead of uh, 40K in 40 seconds by 40K... Which just flies past. Which is what? F- flies past. Oh, it flies past. Yeah, if you blink, well, you miss no, it. Well, no, no, we've got one. He's, uh, Kai has, has phoned in a 40 seconds, but this title of this one is 40 Age of Sigma with 40K, with 40K in 40 seconds. That's too long. It's not, it's not as catchy, but... Here it is. All right, Warhammer, Age of Sigma, Warhammer, Underworld, Shadespire. Who can conquer the city of glass? We've got all the factions present. We've got some Stormcast Eternals. We've got another lot of Stormcast Eternals. Two flavors of corn, guys, blood and or skulls. Rats, skeletons, orcs, dwarves, you name it. They're all trying to conquer the city of glass, trying to seize the relics and grant all their wishes. They're surrounded. It's like a carnival uh, hall full of screaming visions and the greatest vision of all above them the ambitious vision of the great necromancer Nagash who will conquer the city the clashing of swords begins but it sounds like the clashing of dice alright look that's solid information there because Kai he knows what he's talking about he does in the world of Warhammer he lives in the world of Warhammer he does live in the world of Warhammer we don't Matt do we Mm, so we're going to really be approaching this game as board gamers we'll try our best but when we (laughs) say it wrong or we get the location wrong uh, Kai will be taking it out of us, uh, I'm quite sure. Yeah. So you don't need to. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. Save, save those kind of comments. <laughs> we'll try our best. But um, yeah, basically, the setting of this thing, right? Mm. I understood from what I've read that this is like about two and a half thousand years before Warhammer 40K. Yeah. And I uh, couldn't do the maths, but let's say 37,500. Let's say approximately. Yeah. yeah and, more it's, or less. and it's focused on. Uh, oh, there was something about. Uh, what is it? The end times that it was talking about, and this this Sigma guy, he mm. got something happened to him, and he got put in exile or something like that. And he was very popular, and he's a you know charismatic dude. <laughs> it's, I think it's more like a yeah, hero, yeah. and he became a kind of godlike figure. Yes, and as, as they, the Warhammer world and the universe in general is want to do. Let's put our heroes in big tombs and worship them. Yeah, and yeah. so he came back, and he, uh, I think he, I think he was trying to make a happy place. But that didn't really work out for him because chaos. Chaos were the ones that like destroyed the world in the first place. Yeah, and uh, he As was trying to make a, a happy place. And um, 
So, oh, hang on, I've got it here. Sigma floated aimlessly throughout a space, clutching onto the metal core of the previous Warhammer world. After a long passage of time, he was rescued and befriended by the great celestial dragon, Dracothian, who led Sigma to the mortal realms. That's eight planes that existed, um, and those are all where all of the souls of people that had died before, I think they call them souls, um, were there, and there were some others that came back. So, kind of like Valhalla. I think so, and he's very much like Thor, because he's got a hammer, and there's a bit of lightning coming out of the hammer. There you go, that's exactly the... But, Games Workshop have never ripped off IP, especially not from uh, Scandinavian (laughs) friends uh, either. Uh, so, yeah, so he did all that sort of stuff, but then um, Chaos came and found him again. <laughs> like they uh, do. Yeah, because there's going to be no game. There's, how are you going to fight if it's if a happy place? So Chaos uh, jumped in there again and started having a fight with him. Uh, that was led by Archeon. Uh, so they, they dominated seven of the mortal realms, um, and Sigma had his own place still, but, you know, he wasn't happy with that. So he thought, all right. Let's have a fight wow. because what's Warhammer without a fight? Oh, it's it's nothing. It's just a. It's just <laughs> that you might as well. It, it's that game about the elves and the gnomes living together. Yeah. So in this in this particular case, I think what you're doing is your Shadespire is a place, mm. and I believe it's either glass or made out of. It's made out of. Uh, the, it's a mirrored city. So it's like the room of mirrors where you can just go and take a good hard look at yourself. <laughs> but you don't get that. You don't get any self, you know, introspection on on yourself no. while playing the game. It's more I, about rolling dice. And I think fun. there's just a lot of uh, shiny surfaces, you know, that sort of thing, like yeah. polished glass and whatnot, yeah, that, that sort, sort of thing. thing. It's like going yeah. and seeing Cinema City in town when before they bulldoze that. Yeah, was, that's that's right. Was, it's pretty yeah, much yeah. very much like exactly. Shadespire. Yeah. So that smelt like it. So that's kind of the setting of it all. Um, but what you're doing, we're kind of. I think what we're doing, the, the objective of the game uh, is this. One of the very clever things about this game, the objective mm. changes every single game you play because you play different objective cards, and 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 that makes the way you get victory points change. But yeah. essentially, you've got a few coin-like victory point items, and you count up those at the end, and whoever's got the most. Yeah, but that, how you that's, that's get them can change every single time because you might be set different objectives to uh, land on and control for a turn, or you might have to kill everybody, yeah. or have your own guys killed if you're undead, or you know something's got to happen, or you've got to ins- get a whole bunch of guys inspired, or something. Something it depends. Yeah. You have a lot of control over those. Yeah. Uh, objectives. However, at the same time, you don't have a lot of control over those objectives because your opponent. Uh, their objective could be to mess with your objectives. Yes. Uh, so there's a lot of to and fro there. In the how to play is mm. figuring out what the other person is trying to do. Because we're only play, playing out. If you think about a game, it's it's three turns. Yeah. Th- or three rounds. This Very is probably quick. Yeah. If in terms like it'll take yeah half an hour to an hour to play, but in terms of real time. This is probably about two minutes of these people's lives. <laughs> they just rock up, smash Absolutely. the crap out of each other, grab a whole bunch of stuff and bog off. Yep. That's it. <laughs> Done. It's, it's about the same length of time it takes any bar fight. You know, literally. Yeah, that's, it's a, that's it's a bar it. fight. It's just literally one scene <laughs> is, is, is all that's happening, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, it's, and, and that's where the deck building strategy, which we'll probably get into mm. later on, comes because of the way these objectives are, are set out. But, Matt, what does it look like before us on the table when we're playing? Well, it's quite large. It takes up a lot of space. Uh, there's, there's miniatures. So there's miniatures for all the factions. Well, before you go there, can I stop you there? It takes oh, up a the lot best of, part. It takes up a lot of space 
unless you're playing Age of Sigmar or 40k, it doesn't take up that much space. No, really. okay, that's okay. If we're talking, yeah. we've got to get some sort of comparison space. here. Yeah, yeah, literally. So you can play this. This is a coffee table. Yes, it's a coffee table game. Uh, whereas uh, Age of Sigmar is not a coffee table game. No, so, it's, it's yeah. packaged up to be played. Um, but yeah. I think I think well, I think it's packaged up to be played by everybody. But for the yeah. for the tabletop enthusiast, this is something that you can just take with your setup and play anywhere and boom, you, you, you're smacking the crap out of each other and rolling dice and having a bit of fun like that. Yeah, yeah. That's um, it. Really quick. And for everyone else, it could be a gateway game into the uh, Warhammer universe. Very much. Well, see, I don't, uh, not being much of a Warhammer player myself, mm. uh, I, I couldn't really comment on how much many of the, the game conventions are carried over, you know, like the, the dice aspects. I think there are some similarities, but I don't know. And how far that goes, but mm. the board itself—you get a two-piece board. Uh, yeah. Each. What do you call that? A bifold, double-sided. A bifold, but it's only like yeah, you know, it's a double, double-sided. Twenty-five centimeters by yeah, not very fifty big. centimeters. But literally, the whole thing—you put two of these together, and you get a square playing field, right? Mm. Which again takes up space of a, co- of a uh, coffee table, but it's all divided into uh, hexes. Yeah. Which is immediately, that's a difference between Shadespire and uh, Age of Sigma. Yeah, this immediately cuts out the cheatiness uh, that you can (laughs) ease into if you're playing 40k where you go, oh yeah, I'm just measuring seven inches, nudge, 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 eight and a half inches. Ah, That's the same thing, don't look too closely, that kind of behavior. This is you moving hex to hex to hex. Yeah, that's it. Uh, So you've got predetermined uh, ways to move and you don't have to Mm. worry about, so there's there's no pesky... Uh, rulers, rulers or, or measuring tapes or yeah. line of sight, uh, little laser projectors and all that sort of stuff. You can leave all that stuff behind. You don't need it. Uh, there's a bunch of tokens, which are that you, some of them are your objectives. Uh, they, they represent terrain. Yeah, and, but they don't uh, block the line of sight at any no, time. They don't, no. Nothing like that. They, the, and they're easy to do. You just stand on it. You just yeah. stand on them uh, to uh, control them for a round. That's it. Uh, and and they, they directly relates to the objective cards that you might play. Mm. However, there's a very interesting thing which we'll get into later about those. Making uh, so many promises. We've got yeah, to this is going to be really good. I'll probably Activation forget all about it. tokens. Yeah, they're the ones with the, like a little skull with a halo, like a flaming. Oh, so blue skull. Is that skulls. what you call them? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, something I didn't expect inside a Warhammer product. Ah, well, there you go. There's. <laughs> The victory victory point tokens. Victory point tokens yeah. uh, that you can use those to. They're a currency in the game, so you, you actually you accumulate them for completing your objectives. But then you also can spend them, but they stay with you. Yeah, you just flip to, them over there, like yeah, they go from colourful to spent in yep. grey and black and white. To and you use those to purchase upgrades and yeah. things like that for your uh, warband. There are now. I guess the kind of activation. Yeah, those were a bit. Weird. Of, of we never movement. got the hang of this, did we? There was there was um, little tokens that you chits that you put on your character to say that they've moved or they've moved and attacked. But if you've attacked only and then you want to move later on, there isn't one just that just no. says that, as far as we know. No. And what's this one here? Was this uh, the other def- one is defend? So if you're going to defend, then yeah. you have it on that one. So you can show that you're that 
particular player is defending when it, somebody attacks them. It, they're, they're just little visual reminders. Are they necessary? Absolutely not. You can play without them and you'll be perfectly fine as long as you can remember where, uh, sort of what stage in the game you're up to. Uh, we've also got the health markers, which are these bloody red dots, which uh, as you accumulate those, your uh, the health of your warband sort of deteriorates. Yeah, the usual but kind of thing. an fair, awesome, so. awesome thing that... Yeah. In some of the warbands, if they get injured, they become what is called inspired. And yeah, there's all sorts over. of different reasons to get inspired, isn't there? They're, Insp- they're, they're, <laughs> unique, they're unique to each warband. That's, that's, you know, that's a good way of putting it. There's whole re- lots of different reasons to get mm. inspired. One of them is someone's clobbering you to death, and that's enough to inspire you to uh, great things. Yeah. Another so, one look- might be your objectives, and then you become inspired, or uh, move a certain distance and become inspired, or yeah. watch look, something particularly the quality, nice. And- the quality of it all is G-dub quality. Yeah, the miniatures sure. are really lovely, and they snap together. So yeah. you can clip them off the pro. Um, and or the sprue, sprue sorry, if you like. and you, well, prue if she's holding onto them, you can <laughs> take them off of her, and you can snap them together and build these dudes really fast. Yeah, we, yeah, we we didn't because Kai had already built a whole bunch, so we just borrowed his. Yeah, so um, and they're really, really detailed. Yeah, they're good, they're, th- and they look really good painted up. I saw, well, it, it was they were painted up by G Dub, so, yeah. but they did look pretty amazing. They are, of course, in the new thirty-two mil scale. Uh, which is the the new scale for both Age of Sigma and Warhammer 40k? Mm. So uh, they're, they're, there's a lot of room for detail. Of course, the molding procedures that they go through these days mean that there's not a lot left in terms of flashing and extra bits. So really, they're very quite clean when you get them. You're just a little bit of snipping you, yeah, you off the screw, and that's it. Um, so they're very nice. I would like to say the artwork on the board and the cards are, are very good. Mm. Don't let the cover of the box put you off. Because the cover of the box, in yeah. my opinion, is friggin' stupid. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's like a, well, you've seen it. It's there's, really there's bad. The Sigmar's on the front. I think that's him. Oh, has he got a hammer in a sword? Oh, no, 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 that's, that's not. just that's one um, of those. It's the leader of the, the uh, Eternals. Eternals, yeah. Well, whatever his name We're is. Doing, um, uh, Barry. Barry. Um, Barry the Stormcast Eternals. One of those. Barry, Barry Eternal. That's, that's his name. Yeah. Uh, you know who yeah. we're talking about. But um, yeah, he's, <laughs> he looks ridiculous, but very cross. And uh, he's got a very stern well, I'd jaw. Say he looks, yeah, that's it, exactly. And that's and, the squarest jaw I think you've ever seen. And on, then it looks like you know, one, of his, one of his friends, the other guy, I've forgotten his name of, or her, because Kai kept getting annoyed at me because one of them's a girl and I didn't know which one. Uh, not that one. That's giant. Henry Hammerson. No, you've he's got a hammer. Now. He's not called that. I am. But it looks like he's fighting <laughs> Red Skull from... Um, Captain America. Well, multiple red skulls. Multiple red skulls. So I don't let that put you off because that the box cover's a bit silly as far as I'm concerned. But everything else is really good. You've got unique dice. You have, yeah. They're, uh, as is the, the thing these days is to give you dice that have custom symbols on them. And these ones have like sword, clashing swords and ha- hammers. Exclamation and, marks um, within explosions. Yeah, that's, that's really that's awesome. That's a critical hit. Um, dodge. Then there's dodge, and then there's uh, what's what's the one there's that support. Has a, there's support, support from yeah. half of somebody, one person, or support, support from, from two. two. Yeah. yeah, and there's two two different flavors of dice. So there's attack and defense dice. Yeah. So, but in you get both, so that when you roll, depending on what you're doing, if you're attacking, you roll the uh, attack dice. If you're defending, no duh, you're going to roll the defense dice, and they've got different symbols on them. So. Um, they're 
very nice. They, they, they're very clean. They're very nice and solid. They've got some weight to them. They're fun to roll. Uh, you'll do a lot of rolling else, what, in this game. What else can you tell us about the dice, Matt? Well, uh, when you... Uh, <laughs> what, what colour white would you call it? No, don't do it. Um, <laughs> but uh, what I will say is is the way you start this game, you've got to determine who's, turn, who's going to place uh, objectives first. Yeah. Uh, and you do a roll-off. You do. And, of course, when you roll the same symbol as your opponent, you roll off again. And then you roll off again. Yeah, that's how you get tiebreaker. But the, we'll probably get into that. Well, we'll let's just roll do that again. Now. You do roll for initiative yeah. on loads of different things, yeah. like who's going to place uh, the objective token. Yeah, the first, first one. objective token. And who's going to place their first um, character yeah. onto the board. And then, and then who's, who's going to actually go first. first. So you do roll and roll and roll and roll just to decide who goes first. So it tries to even things out uh, that way a little bit. Um, the... The, where, it, where this game comes into another area of its own is, yeah, it comes with bags so you can store your stuff. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> um, have they got a hole in them? Yeah. No. It's not 7 lane Yeah, they, look, there's, there's um, three sealed decks that you get when you when you buy the buy the game. But this is where the deck building component of the, um, of the game comes together. Yeah, Matt, show me here. You have the Blood Reavers and the Liberators. They're the two factions you get in the game at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah, the so they Liberators are the red ones and the... No, the Liberators are the blue ones and the Blood Reavers are the red ones. Yes. And what strikes... It was amazing is you, you open up and you see Blood Reavers have five characters and then, then the yeah. uh, Liberators have three and you go, hang on a minute. How's, how balanced is this? But... It is because obviously the mm. Liberators are a lot tougher and they have more... Um, I think more... Um, Health, yeah, health, yeah more, health, more health, stronger hitting weapons, and yeah. the Blood Reavers a little bit less than that. And when we played a few other different factions, like the uh, the Undead, which I will hunt down a name, yeah. they were right up for dying, weren't they? Those guys, the and Blood Reavers, absolutely. They literally, they you it's hit Sepulchral them. Guard is the name of the, uh, the skeleton, skeleton oh, there squad. You go. Yeah, the the with the Blood Reavers, you literally you so much as hit them in the wrong way. They become inspired, so they're all about getting in there and mad. fighting. Yeah, they get mad, and and pretty soon, if if they're getting hit, and all five of them, they're all inspired really quickly. Unlocks more, and that's um, cool because that's more the same, bashy abilities. Same card, so you got all the characters in front of you, and they're all face up. That's just normal. Yeah, that's just how they are. That's one how they were when they just rocked up for the fight. They didn't they might even not know they were having a fight. Don't have a scratch. You, they, you smack a liberator, you flip over the card. And then all of a sudden, all of like, you know, I forgot what, what ramps up, yeah. you know, like the, the hit points become a little bigger or you've got two options between two different weapons that they could use. Yeah. And there's a bit of fluff that goes It's more that. your attack options. So, yeah, they mm. keep all the wounds and stuff that they have. Uh, that doesn't change, but it just makes them harder to hit or harder hitting. That's that's basically it. Yeah. Uh, and on top of that, you've got the opportunity to upgrade your warbands with some all upgrade cards and little nice little bonuses that they mm. can. The, so, fight, the fighter cards do have a picture in the top left hand corner of the miniature, but I found that it was you know when they're not well even if they're painted, <laughs> it's not going to make any difference. No. There's the the unpainted miniature in the top left hand corner, and they just look like a, a red blob or a blue blob, and I don't really don't really <laughs> find that to be a guide. As somebody who doesn't know these characters, yeah, I found I that really does easy. not have a problem. No. So if you're a 40k player or an Age of Sigmar player, yeah. you're not going to have a problem. That's fine. That's just me. Yeah. Okay. I, I did find that myself. I found that as a nice little reference. However, it wasn't necessary because I thought the I, the art. 
Yeah. You just looked at what they were holding in the their holding hands. Holding a big axe. Yeah, and, you're and right. That kind of was easy to see. Mm. The... Um, it tells you whether your uh, your fighter's uh, uh, the leader or not. If there's a little crown next to yeah. their name, yep. which is handy because they usually uh, they that can play into some of the objectives that you have. Like if yep. your leader does something, or um, also if it gets killed, you know that might be a target for the other people's objectives. He's also usually your uh, he or she, yeah, uh, is usually the hardest member of your crew as well. Yeah. The next, the other set of cards that you get. Uh, well, the objective cards, and they're unique to the to the warband as well. So the the liberators have their very own deck of objectives. The blood reavers have their very own deck of objectives. And what was really interesting because we, we had a chance to play some of the other factions, and I played uh, orcs. Right. I played the orc faction, and what I found about them is is they totally ignored those numbered objectives objectives that were on the on the board. Mm, which I, I was it wasn't in their about. deck at all. I was playing the Liberators. That's that's entirely that's all, what they're yeah. about. They so they're two very things. different ways yeah. of winning. Uh, I could the only way I could sort of interact with them is is I could stand on top of it. It wouldn't give me any benefit, but it would deny well, you access it. to it. Yeah, if you, you saw all my guys heading over to objective number two yeah, and you can get there first, you go stand on it and have to yeah. I'd to I'd have to beat you off, Matt. Is what they say in the game. And that's it. And then literally I would explode and <laughs> then that would be the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, other deck of cards, which is sort of aside from this, and, and it's a common deck that's used by uh, both players, is the upgrade. Oh, no, no, that's not true because the, no. upgrades, the upgrades also form your unique Warbands deck of cards. Yeah, this just changes with expansions, I believe, as well, but I'll talk about that a it bit does. later. It does, yeah. I, I'm just looking because there's an extra card deck as well, which has uh, ways, I guess, of ramping up the game a little bit. So the upgrades, you can... Uh, uh, Two things about the upgrade cards is one is that they're usually named for certain players. So they might have one or two players that they apply to. Otherwise, right. if you don't have that player on the field at the time, you won't be able you, to use that card. I think you can get generic ones in the expansions. There are generic ones, yeah. Which is, yeah. So, talk. And you pay for those. That's what you use your victory points for. Yeah. Um, and the other one uh, are plays or ploys. So, so yeah, you can, you'll draw upgrade cards into your hand as, as you go. And if you get a hand that's full of upgrades and doesn't necessarily have a lot of objective cards, you might find yourself getting a bit stuck as to get those victory points to buy those um, upgrade cards. But I you found can, it hard. You can discard, though. Uh, so that is, is yeah. one way that you can cycle through your deck. And this is where the deck building comes because you can intensify those decks. Hmm. So as you're playing future games... You've got other cards in there as well. There is a problem with that, though, in that you've got a finite number of cards, objectives and um, ah, upgrade cards and stuff. Buy expansions, and you get these generic cards, which we, you can add into those decks. Oh, and absolutely. The, and, the, and, no, no. and the, object, the, the expansion cards will go into all decks. Yeah, but what I mean is, is with the objectives and with the upgrades, if you happen to cycle through them enough because you're not happy what, about what you're getting into your hand, yeah. they get discarded. Oh yeah, and they're gone. And then they're gone. So yeah. if you can, you can very easily, really get to the end of the game and into the third round, and not have any cards to draw up. See, I would have but said that the doesn't opposite stop of you. that. I, I think you know, like when you draw your initial hand, if you don't have good cards, you're best off ditching them. Uh, if there's something that's you know really really seems unlikely as as something that you can achieve, you can't ditch the it. Objectives, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think. 
you know, I, I, I found that I took a hard approach to that in one of the games, and um, and I found that I didn't run out of cards. I was I was quite fine because you know, like how, how many, how much do you usually score? What we were scoring like three, four, four yeah, it wasn't four a lot. Objectives or something like that, four, four points. I, you know, maybe, I suppose over we'll... three rounds, and there's enough cards for what? There's about twelve cards because you draw. A... You draw three, is that right? Oh, I can't remember now. So I thought it was 11. <laughs> no, no, no. no yeah, so you got a starting hand of seven, wasn't it? No, no that's, the, the, that's your, uh, your, hand. Your, your hand. Yeah. But your objectives sort of sit side. You're five and then three objective cards. Well, yeah, you've got and an so objective deck, which has got 12 cards in it. Yeah, and that's a right. power deck, which has got 20 cards. I mean, if it. you do the math, three cards you're drawing up, if you play with three cards each round, you're not going to run out of cards. But if no. you do discard three, then you've got nine to play with over the next three rounds. And so if you discard any more, you're going to find yourself short yeah. if you need some. for Anyway, but I think oh, that's I think a small consideration. Like you said, yeah. you didn't run out of cards. I think one point I got to the last round and I had drawn my last objectives. Mm. So if it was to go into another round, which it didn't, then uh, and I wouldn't have had any objectives to did work we cover, with. Did we cover ploy cards? Ploy cards are the other ones that come in that deck. And they're they're things, instant fire cards, basically. Yeah, aren't they? and they give you you guys a little pump. You know, they can maybe yeah. they can do something and do something else, or they can uh, get an extra you know uh, crit hit to something, or you know little 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 pumps. I think I've got one here. Choose a friendly fighter. They suffer one damage. Roll two extra attack dice for their first attack action in the next activation. Yeah. That's that's a lot of what those are about, aren't they? It's like saying, okay, this stuff is going to work in the next activation. So you've got to yeah. have a plan about what you're going to do. So defensively and offensively, there's different times to play them and the correct time to play them. The um, it is once you determine who's going to go first for that round, it then literally you've got your four activations. Then it's your opponent's turn, and then that's that's yeah. it. And there's, and there's three, so there's three rounds. There's an activation phase and an end phase in, within each one. So you get mm. round one, activation, end phase, round two, activation, end phase, round three, activation, end phase, and then victory. And that's where you just yeah. you count up your points. And it's really, it's super quick. Once you start pumping it out, it won't take you long to get uh, a game going. Uh, the, the rule book is pretty hefty, though. There's quite a lot. And it doesn't feel I, like... I agree. It doesn't feel like it's, there's a lot to learn. Now, now we've played it a few mm. times. But it is full of the the G dub kind of deal, you know. Where if you hit someone, they can get knocked back yeah, a, a yeah. bit, or you've got some reactions that the person can have, you know, if uh, if something's going on. And yeah, there's, there's there's quite a lot of corner cases. And if somebody's standing amongst their own guys, and you run, roll support, where that support can come from, and if you're attacking somebody, where that support can come from, and attacking somebody as well. If so I, if modifiers back, and all that sort of stuff to figure out, and the rule book is reasonably well set out for that kind of stuff. Yeah, they yeah they're they're pretty good. We were, we're a bit upset there was no um, players ha- uh, guide at first, but the, the reference <laughs> on, the, on back. the back of the instruction booklet. If you're yeah, idiots so like it's us. There. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know how we missed it. Yeah. Um, now the main, of course, the apart from earning objectives, the main focus of the game is combat. And so the combat, oh, it is. The, so the combat <laughs> turn look is is very simple. If you choose to activate your character, you can make a choice. You can move and then attack, or you could be a charge, uh, which is a charge, or you could just attack and not yeah. move. It's up to you. Um, and then that's when you pull out the dice. So you look for your weapons 
uh, dice, which is basically it, it's your weapon's basic attack value, which could mean you need to score hammers or you could need to score the swords to actually hit your opponent. And so you've got a number of dice. Uh, the the warband leader for the um, for the blood reavers is uh, Garrick, uh, Gorebeard. That's pretty gross, you know. Gore, he should probably tend to that. Yeah, it's because he doesn't cook his food. Mm. His uh, his stats. So the first one, he's got a hexagon stat, which is his movement. So he can, you know, uh, no, that's not his movement. Um, I'm looking at. Oh, that's his distance from from his opponent. So yeah, that's his range. Yeah, that's his attack. range. That's it. Range is one. Then his attack dice is two of those little hammers. Yeah, and then his damage is so that's two. What, that's what he's got. So he's, if he rolls two of those. Yeah. So I'm attacking you. I'm Garrick. I roll two of those two dice, and I'm looking for the hammer results or the crit result, yeah. which is the little exclamation in the in the burst. So yeah, the the the, the, the hammer tells you how many attack dice to roll. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say I've rolled my dice and you've got a defense rating of um, whatever it is, four? No, that's his movement. Where's the defense rate? Oh, no. This is the difference in the game too. So the actual, the Brother Reavers, they don't defend. They don't block. They dodge. Right. So they actually get out of the way. I never played with those guys. Um, no, I played with them just the once. And yeah, so their their aim is to try and get out of the way of these attacks rather than actually get hit. However, they kind of want to get hit because that's how they get inspired. So I've rolled my two dice. Mm. You've got uh, let's well, see, you've like, got a defense rating. Yeah, which will be uh, at the bottom of the card. Yeah. in the middle, there's a shield with a yep. number in it. That's how many dice I get to roll. To I guess if you look at it. Directly up and down, you've got attack, and directly below that yeah. is the defense. So it kind of makes sense. So you've got a range of attack. How many attack dice you get to roll? If you get a hit in, how much damage? How much you damage? Doing? And so that damage is always the same. The same, yeah. Because yeah. you, you, if you get like three hits, you still only do two damage. Yeah. And the other person's uh, got the, to defend with their shield with a number in it, and that's how many defense dice they roll. And at the bottom of the card, it's got how many hexes you can move per turn and your health. Mm. The the way that the combat works. So I roll my dice, you roll your dice, um, and then we compare. So like, so I if for every axe that I've gotten, that's that's just says I've hit you. Mm. Uh, If you, however, roll the same number of shields, it cancels out my my hammers. If I roll the um, crit. crit, however, yeah. I've scored a critical attack against you, which you cannot block unless you roll crit. a crit symbol yourself. Yeah, there is under combat. There is a, a passage in there that explains all of that, but you need to. And it's only I don't know like four paragraphs long, but you need to read it about twenty times if, yeah. it's not, if you're not really yeah. uh, savvy with it. But it, it, it does become intuitive. a bit intuitive after a little bit. Yeah, sure. So on your activations, you can, as Matt said, make a move. You can charge, uh, which is move and, and attack. You can go on guard. Uh, you can make an action that's printed on the card. Uh, you can draw a power card from the top of your power deck. So you can increase your hand yep. size. You only uh, get your hand size back up to seven at the end. Yep. Um, and discard an objective card and draw an objective card from the top of your objective deck. Or you can do nothing. So there's lots of things to do. Yeah. And you get what, four activations in your turn. Mm. Uh, so in those four activations, you've got all those things to do. Sometimes you might find that you've only got one choice to make, and that is to move uh, because away. you or run away yep. because you can't attack. Um, in some cases, well, we, had, we had a game where 
um, I should have done nothing at the end because I had the yeah. game won. But it was just like, well, we don't want to wrap it up. So I ran into attack and had a bit of a biffo. And, you know, it could have gone horribly wrong, yeah. but it didn't. And I was all right. But if you were playing tournament or something like that, I would have just run, walked the other way and done nothing and played out the round. I guess the downside to that is is my play experience would have sucked greatly because there you are <laughs> staying away and I could had no hope of being able to achieve my objective because it involved me having to smash you in the face. But... You know, say la vie. Um, so I guess that was the. Are we going to get into gripes and things? I think I think we, <laughs> yeah, we might. Starting gripes. Yeah. No, no. There's more. Is stuff. there anything else? Yeah, well, just one is. thing is is that to be aware of. I think it could be a pro tip. Is the way you sort of approach the game. Uh, if you are expecting this to be um, just a, a slugfest, then I think you're kind of going to be disappointed because it's not really that. Really? Uh, not a slugfest, I would say. That's be- why I think it is. Oh, sorry. No, if you're expecting it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it is. is. It is you exactly that. You just have no, a that's exactly what it is. I meant the yeah. opposite of that. If you're expecting it to be... Um, Blueberry planting and, and daisy growing. Yeah. <laughs> well, why would you expect if that? If you're expecting it to be uh, ratchet and clank. There's really unhappy man on the cover of the box. I guess... Yeah, I don't know. I what think I'm you get. To say I that. think you get what you're looking for. You're getting a game which is um, like almost like a an Age of Sigmar light, uh, Age of Sigmar in half an hour or a little bit over, and you just get mm. to roll, get in there quickly, get some dice, roll them, and have a, a, a good, quick uh, objective seeking. And and the deck building thing is really fun as well because yeah. you just get to you, you don't know what you're going to be looking for in the game. You might be doing different things, and it's just fun to strategize about how you're going to achieve those. How are you going to avoid getting hurt or are you going to inflict a bit of mm. damage on your opponents? And it's all, you know, really super fast. I guess the problem is, is that once I realized that I had no hope of achieving my last round objectives, uh, what was I playing for? You know, I don't get, there's no advantage of me actually trying to attack you unless they were, you know, they are my goal. But that's where you can, you can draw up. More cards. Yeah, but or you the, can discard the thing is, cards. You, you've got to play not for that. objectives. That's... You know, you couldn't do that with your objectives no, no, but in the I last mean, round. The ploy cards is what I meant to say. Yeah, but you the could... ploy cards didn't. They didn't help, and especially if you end up with a hand that doesn't help you there in that respect. What was I? I was questioning what was I playing for now to finish this round because I knew I think you're talking about you one know. really specific absolutely, thing, and absolutely. we talked about it afterwards. I can't remember the specifics of it, but I said you could have done this and you could have done that, and I think drawing up. Yeah, other but that's cards that's all hindsight, help. though. But um, you know, of what could have happened during the game, you know, to, to change that situation. But what it is is at that time, I think I had cards that relied on me being able to attack you. But like you said, you could have made the choice not to attack and run away. Then, yeah. one, then I had nothing to do with it. It wasn't in that game. You, you kept a lot of cards early on, which um, left oh, you which, without ploy cards or something. Like you had a, a ton of objectives. I, yeah, I got rid of decent ones as well yeah. early on that, that I couldn't achieve at the time. But so they, with more experience of playing know, the game, you would yeah. know. Like I, I, I think I had one that was an objective where if nobody gets hurt on your team this turn, um, you'll get an, you'll mm. get an objective or something. You get win a victory point, and I thought there's no way that's going to happen, and I ditched it. Yeah. And and that one I would have got a score for because mm. it just worked out. That's mm. the way, and you know you go looking for these situations. Yeah. Anyway, the small thing, look, an absolute small thing. We didn't get into the deck building side of things too deeply because we didn't get enough games under our belts, and we even though uh, Kai had all of the expansions there, we didn't get to you know get deep into it, but. 
there, this is a huge component of this game. And um, the, what I found is the Warhammer Underworlds uh, website, mm. warhammerunderworlds.com, is an excellent resource for this game. It's got um, a brief rundown of what the game is, the settings, warbands, uh, what else, the expansions that you can get. Then in the card library section, or it's called the, the deck guides, yeah. it is broken at the moment and it doesn't work. It's a dead <laughs> link. But, you know, hey, that's what, what happens when baby boomers run the GW word world, which has been happening forever. Anyway, that's another gripe for another day. Um, <laughs> but they're, they're, um, they've got deck guides on there to help you how to build some um, decks up. So yeah, when you're, okay. as you're buying expansions and you get those generic cards that are going to go in all the decks, they've got ways of uh, incorporating certain cards which are going to really help you level up in a in a more um, focused manner. So you're not just throwing in all the cards you think are good. So does that mean this, this game has a bit of a meta game? Uh, yeah, it say? will do. It will do. It's, yeah. it's built for uh, organized playing for tournaments. So mm. there will be certain war bands out there that will be doing a certain thing and you'll have to come up with a, you know, a, an opposing force to that. Mm. And, yeah, on the other side of the country, it might be playing a completely different way. So for sure. Um, what, what was interesting, I, di- I didn't know about this rule I found out, is that you can't have duplicate cards in your deck. So this oh, is cool right. in that you can have, um, when, you, when you buy um, the game, you're not, you know with other like um, card building games, yeah. you can have multiples. Yeah. So you end up buying four, four. core sets and mm. stuff like that. That, because you can't have duplicate cards. doesn't happen. doesn't matter. That's you don't need a, to buy loads of core sets. That's cool. cool. The, only, the only downside of that I can think of is that if you and a mate want to play and you've just got one set of everything and you're both like, oh, I want to use this card, you can't both have it in your, in your warband deck. In if each you're playing the same warband. No, because if, what I'm saying is if, if we've got one core set and we've got two expansions... Yeah. And we say, all right, I'm going to play. I want to use these cards, these cards, these cards. And you go, oh, I want to use that particular card. Well, we've only got one of them because... Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So you don't get multiple. So, yeah. yeah. But that's a slight thing. You know, just if you, if you get your friends into it, they just might just have to buy um, multiple copies of something just so that they can build hmm. their own deck. But that's a, a specific sort of thing. I guess that's also kind of good in, in the way that you aren't then having to go out and, and troll through... Uh, boosters to get that particular card that you need, you know, because it's all the same. All the expansion decks and everything—they're all oh, yeah, identical. They're all so, yeah. they're, well, not identical, but they're—they're they're not different to anybody else that picks up the same one. So each um, expansion, each expansion yeah. box is is the same. Yeah, it's got the same cards in it, so you know you know what you're looking for. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, they all come some... in. So the expansions come in the ah, forms of. Of the new the crews different warbands yeah the warbands yeah so at the moment the like we said you've got humans and uh, chaos in the first one well yeah so the chaos um, humans yeah the uh, stormcast eternals and uh, what we're saying the reavers the reavers yeah which are like corn uh, you know chaos yeah. dudes but then you've got access to uh, rats spike claws swarm. The chosen axes, yeah, yeah. Skaven. Chosen axes, who are dwarves. Uh, are dwarves? Yeah, the dwarves. Yeah. Then there's the fast riders, which are. Ooh, what are they? The fast riders. Sorry, they're fast riders. Or fast striders? riders. Fast riders. What are they? They are. Uh, I think they're elves. No, oh, yeah, that could be because yeah, I don't have um, I don't have a reference of anything for that. But there's Iron Skull boys. 
with the spell. And I'll give you a clue. Boys is spelt with a Z. <laughs> Guess who they No, might they're be. actually fight. They're actually like big, tooled up human. I think they're kind of like not rangers, but like um, like scouts or something like that. So they're actually I'm so got, like human. I haven't got a great picture. Yeah, yeah. So they're like your forward range. Yeah, rangers in the same sense that uh, you know U.S. Army rangers. Sort of oh, out there, not in like front Elven Rangers, yeah, like Commandos or whatever, something like that. Einskull's um, boys, they're pretty good. Dwarves. They were like, I think, um, I quite like them. Yeah, yeah the Sepulchral Guard. If we didn't mention that, that's the Skeleton Undead guys. They get, um, yeah. I think, they get inspired when they get killed or something like that, or their boss can bring them back. So yeah. you've got there was a quite a lot. I've forgotten how many there's about seven in the box. And they can die and their leader can bring them back. So they're pretty weak and you can smack them down, but they, they come back on a, on a regular basis. So. There's also one more called um, uh, Magor's Fiends, who right. are uh, basically their blood warriors. So, um, and they come with a flesh hound. Oh really? Yeah. Like a different? They got a different, a different creature, creature within yeah. them. Oh, that could be neat. So yeah, so there's a lot Release of variety the out there. You pick your band. Mr. Ba- Mr. Burns is the uh, the captain of that one. Mm, absolutely. Let's release the hound. But um, there's no inter. You know, you can't cross your streams on your war bands. So you know, you can't. No, but the expansions, the cards can go in every deck. Correct. It's very important. Yeah. Very important. And, and that's what. And that's what the cool thing is. That's what's done well for Shadespire. GW have had a bit of a think about this. I believe they've done some thinking. And um, yeah, the, shows. every no, but it gives you uh, an interest in buying all the warbands as they come out. So not only do you get a different army that you might not normally have played because you buy it because you want these other cards yeah. that go into your deck, which then makes it fun because then you've got all these minis that you're looking at and you're thinking, I might as well have a play with those. And I think it makes the whole experience more interesting. And because there's that organized play kind of approach to it. Yeah, you, it's it's like magic, you know. Might you might come up and you know play your, um, you know your blue white flyers. Yeah. Next minute yeah. you might play aggro. Uh, you might play um, control because you're sort of encouraged to buy uh, more more sets to get those cards. You're going to end up with different um, warbands that you will play with. Yeah, each so each one's unique, even though it's the same uh, the same miniatures. Your warband will play different. Because to, you build your deck differently. Because we build differently, yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly so right. So you can, you can play uh, a mirror match of Warband miniatures, yeah. but your, um, your, your decks might be very different, so you'll yeah. have a different play experience. Another interesting thing, mm. is, uh, what they've done, is they've actually made the minis in this game compatible with uh, yeah, Age, of, Age Sigma. of Sigma. So mm-hmm. you can actually take them as heroes for your uh, Age of Sigma army. So that, which is really nice because that's like this cross pollination sort of thing happening. Yeah, and it's good uh, because you get a, a whole bunch of minis, you know, even in the core set and in the, the expansions. So yeah, it's, it's it'd be a shame if you couldn't put them in because you know these minis can get quite they pricey. They really do look nice. Yeah, yeah they look very good. The um, I think yeah. What did you overall impression? Okay. No, oh, yeah. Well, you going to go first, or second? Oh, okay. You go first. I'll okay. Go well, I don't know. Oh, look, when I first played it. We first night we played it, mm. like I said, we're board gamers. We're you know I play Magic, I play board games. Don't play tabletop. I play a lot of role playing games. So. I thought, why am I just have I just arrived and we're just having a fight and then we're off. <laughs> and I wasn't that excited and I thought, oh no. But then as the games went by and I saw the different war bands and I saw that ability to card build, I saw and also the thing of 
getting in and having a quick fire, rolling dice, moving around, strategizing, having a bit of fun. And if it all goes terribly, it's over in half an hour yeah. and you can play again if you want to. It's yeah, one of those games yeah. you can play multiple times. Yeah. And it's not one of those games that you finish it and just go, oh, that's it. I'm sick of it. I don't want to play mm. again. Yeah, I'll, you give it another go. You know, you can have a whole afternoon, you know, thinking, all right, I'll have a go with the Skaven now. Oh, I'll play with the uh, Sepulchral Guard and mm. just flip them in and out and just try different things. It's very much like that. And my enthusiasm, enthusiasm for it immediately increased a whole bunch. And realizing that there is an organized play element to it, and you, we could you, we could yeah. see full on tournaments, and like I'm excited, you know, like you're talking about Blood Bowl at the top of the show. I'm really excited to see Blood Bowl getting a rebirth. Mm. Uh, I understand. I think Shade Spy is more balanced than Blood Bowl. I love Blood Bowl because of uh, nostalgia and the characters and the silliness of it. Mm. But Shade Spy, mm. I believe, is a bit more open to people's being cre- people being creative and having a good good game. Yeah, uh, look, I, I I agree on all of those points. I guess my my gripe about uh, not having anything to do in that final round—that's because you lost that one doesn't, game, Matt. Doesn't <laughs> is is really invalid to be honest, because you're not out of the game long enough. You can get back into another game, and maybe it'll play differently this time because it's 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 all it's a game of chance at the end of the day. Like the cards that you draw, uh, but what's not up to chance is the way you play them, I guess. Yeah, but, and what cards you put um, in that deck. I mean, so, you could say that about any you know, yeah, player. You could absolutely. say about yeah. magic. You know, yeah. it depends which card you draw, but it's not. It's how you play it and when you play it and all that sort of thing, isn't it? Uh, tournament play, yes. I could see mm. myself enjoying this as a tournament game. You know, I, I wouldn't... like. It would take a lot of... This would be great as a tournament game because it's yeah. Just... I, I would play. I definitely. I'd be, definitely be interested. I like the miniature aspect. Yes, the painting would be great to have a nice to have nice painted war bands on a on a nice a nicely uh, set up table. But it's you know, the time frame really you can nice. do this. It's like if you were doing a tournament for forty k, you like it's like you need a weekend, isn't it? Because if oh, you've got sure. lots of people there, yeah. and you're doing Swiss pairings or something. Forget about it. Is this too much preparing? Yeah, you waste this, the whole day. You can totally put a clock up on the board and just say, right, you guys, you got forty five minutes to bang out a game. Yep. And then we're changing over. This is the next one. You know, you can have multiple rounds. You can have, um, yeah. Losers playing against losers, winners playing yeah. against winners, and uh, oh, and it's yeah. not even it's not even uh, one what player player versus player. Uh, you can have teams, so you can actually. Uh, yeah, we never did that, did we? No, we didn't. But I was telling us that you can bring extra boards and a slip, slap them on the side, and yeah. away you go. I don't even know how that. No, works. so there's a whole other aspect we didn't look into, but yeah, um, I'm sure you can. Look, I think, I think sets. use that resource. Go to WarhammerUnderworlds.com and check out what's on there. They're, Shows you everything on there, and if they get their card library, the the deck builds tab working, yeah, uh, good luck to them. <laughs> there's a whole heap of extras you can get for this game, as as is usual. There's always extra stuff you can buy. There's uh, deck sleeves for each of the war bands. Oh yeah, there's their nice, own actually. dice for each of the war bands, so you're not yes. constrained to the ones you get in the box. You can get your own coloured dice for them. Um, there's tea cozies, there's <laughs> dish towels, yeah, no. there's the sleeves uh, are really nice. Pillow covers. I don't know what they're like after yeah. a lot of shuffling or anything because they are picture <laughs> sleeves. But yeah. the Kai's decks look really good. Yeah, and, and the dice look pretty sweet as well. No, I can... no, they were nice. Certainly, I found it a nice touch looking at the back rather than just the uh, the Warhammer Underworlds logo on the back. Uh, being able to actually see your warband symbol on the back was nice. Yeah. So yeah, look, it, it's a great, 
I can see. I, I, I can see this it. game. I can see this game going places. It's not. Like, it's not a game for me because, like we said, yeah, you know, board game, Magic player. Uh, I would. I would do the modeling, but you know, you, why, why would you buy the game just to do the modeling? You know, mm. you should get in there and, and throw them around and, and have a good game of it. But um, I I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Eventually. Yeah, that was the uh, it same. took a little bit of getting into that. That's all. It took a little bit of getting. But that's into, just because we're not used to it, right? Yeah, I did find the narrative. Okay, the narrative and the story, it's more reliant on the 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 mythos and the the narrative of the Warhammer world. Yeah. So the game itself, but look at I the buzz. Look at the buzz that's out there. When we, I don't, I, I don't think it lacks anything. I think people go yeah. nuts because as soon as we just said we were unboxing it, we're playing it, people are going, "Oh, I freaking love this game." This is, and they're yeah. all tabletop gamers. This is this hitting it perfectly for them because they're getting that quick fire game. It was. Yeah, I guess I just found it back. The cards in my hand. My objectives were in my hand, but there's there's no nothing to tie them to anything. It was just a series of objectives that could play over and over in a different combination or whatever, but but there was no You've got to hit your black narrative. That's, yeah. where li- that's where the narrative's at. What do you think? Well, I think the bump explained it. Like yeah, Dave- it did. Oh, that was David Annadale up the yeah, top yeah. there, um, who I had a chance to speak to. Now, um, you know, he, he <laughs> if you were looking for narrative, yeah, go and get a book. Because the Black Library collection is massive. Yeah, yeah. There's so many, much there. Um, Great game. Yeah. It's a good game. Yeah. And look, we're going to see tournaments of this coming up soon. So if this is in your ballpark, get onto it because uh, it's it's a young game and now the time to get really hot at it and uh, then keep up with the best. I'm really interested to see where it goes and what comes out for it to see whether it keeps going um, and, and see how it develops. Because, yeah, it's like Necromunda and... Um, Space and Hulk, Blood Space, Bowl. Yeah, that come and go and sort of, yeah. you know, they've, they've, they've had a release, then they've gone away again, then they've had another release. This is feels like it's something that's more to it's been stay designed, around it's a little bit more. It's been designed to stay. Yeah, so it'll be very interesting to, to see what... Well, we haven't had, like, uh, some of the other factions we haven't seen. Well, there are no elves. We haven't seen any elves. Um, that we haven't, like, whether they're dark elves or, or whatever. We haven't seen lizard men or, or anything like that. So I guess there's a, they've got a whole wealth and history to... to a world. You're really, going to start to, listing things we're not going to get. Yeah, things like that's the, right. the Disney set. Oh, yeah. wouldn't that be awesome? Have your Mickey, <laughs> your Mickey Mouse uh, front. Releases Bambi. Yeah. Uh, goes and, oh, I'd like to see Baloo charging across <laughs> I'm looking it. for anyway. Warhammer Underworld, Shade Spire, um, Aliens versus Predator crew, you know, that yep. sort of thing. Look, <laughs> I don't know what to promise on the other side of this uh, this blob, uh, so we'll, we'll blob and we'll find out what, what's there together. <laughs> Needs and twos. Needs and twos. Don't forget mm. if you're in Adelaide or you fancy getting to Adelaide, uh, they've got the original PTQ one from the 7th. It's all weekend, so June 10th and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so many magic events on. Well worth getting down to. Check it out on their Facebook page yeah. for Good Games um, Adelaide. Adelaide. Yep. Um, what else have we got? Any any other sort of news? We've got some... Uh, well, we've got... A, oh, we've got... Um, uh, stuff fables to give away. We have. We All should right. probably give that away to somebody. We've got the the but winner. Before we do that, yeah, yeah. Uh, can we read out a few comments? Yes, I think we should. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what what happened was that we put a, a little comment at the end, right at the end of the big blurb. Yeah. Saying, put some uh, emojis on there, and uh, and we'll read it out. 
And yeah. there was like, I think it was 193 entries. Lots, was lots of entries. Exhausting amount of entries. And only two people did that. So only two people mm. went to the end. Uh, one of them got so excited about putting the emojis in there, he almost <laughs> forgot to actually put an entry in. And I think you've got him, Matt. That was Michael Boone, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, uh, Bunny Rabbit, I've been wanting to get this for a while for my family. We love the concept, bear, lion, pig, elephant. Uh, yeah, which is usually then, the sort of comment we just go, ah, you didn't read the entry, see you later. <laughs> uh, but because of all the, the emojis, end. we gave him a second that's chance. It, that's it. And he even tags somebody to check it out. Yeah. Uh, then he he confesses he forgot that part. Forgot uh, he didn't actually remember having a stuffed animal when he was little. He probably had a teenage mutant ninja turtle. That's well, unbelievable, mm-hmm. right? I thought everybody had a stuffed toy. Of some description. Yeah, or Even something. if it was a stuffed sock, yeah. you know, something like that. And, uh, yeah, so, Michael Boone, thank you very much for playing the game. Right. But I have the winner over here, um, which uh, who also, who's also somebody who did the emoji at the end, the Ooh. stuffed toy emoji. And let me just make that window a bit bigger so I can read what she said. Oh, here we go. It's Alice Carter. I can make Congratulations. You just won Stuffed Fables. Congratulations, Alice. Yeah. She says, I still have my childhood bear, Huff. My daughter was extremely attached to a lovey bear called Snuggy. Uh, woe betide <laughs> anybody who might happen to wash Snuggy and not have him dry for bedtime. But poor old Snuggy's now buried beneath an ever-growing mountain of Pokemon plushies. You get worried reading that when you think, but you know, poor old Snuggy's now buried beneath an ever-growing mountain of Pokemon plushies. Like, geez, awkward. Alex, you can just throw them in the bin. You don't have to like bury them in the garden. But I suppose some people would, wouldn't they? They go, oh, you know, the teddy bears just. So frail these days, and they've have a formal burial. Yeah, imagine that. It's a bit bleak. I'll probably take mine to my grave. Well, yeah, have you got one? You got one yeah, too? yeah, yeah. It's like fifty years old. What is it? It's Fit. just a teddy bear. Oh, you inherited it off your mum and dad or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Who got it off someone who was already old when she got it? So. And, what, and what's he or she called? Um, Nameless. It actually doesn't. The bear with no name. <laughs> really? I know. I think I, I think I used to call it Rupert. Yeah, I had a Rupert when that was my very first one. Yeah. And my mum, this is north of England living for you. Yeah. My mum just looked at it one day and went, ah, oh, that's bedraggled. And just threw it out. Didn't tell me or anything. I was like, where's oh, yeah. Rupert? She yeah. goes, I threw it away. It was getting old. I think I sucked on that thing's face for years. But anyway. My, uh, I'd just like to say shout out to Paddington, who is my bear. And I managed to um, put onto the onto this thread a couple of times. Nice, Paddy. He's, he's the, uh, the doorman for my bedroom. There you go. So he does a good job. Has he got a brick in him? A what? A brick. No. No? You well, know how people put like bricks in bears or whatever no. so, so that they hold the door open. No, he's heavy enough by himself. He's proper, <laughs> okay. well, sturdy looking thing. Anyway, <laughs> Alice Carter, congratulations. Uh, thanks for the entry and reading all the way through to the end. That, and it means a lot because sometimes we put all those words there for people to read. Yeah. And some people just don't read them at all. They just go no. comment and we don't want the people to win. Put it so, this way, we, we want to be able to uh, respond to these comments with uh, something equally witty or or keep the conversation going. We don't mind. We like we to get talk. It's obviously that's why we're here. Next month, I can't respond. I can't keep responding. <laughs> we'll share the load a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, um, Michael Boone, if you're, likewise, if you're interested, if you want a badge office, um, get in touch. We've got some, uh, a few left. Yeah, we need, we need to make some more, Matt. Yeah. We need to come up with some witty designs to, um, and make some more. So we've got, we've got advertising tool and hot garbage Yeah, we ones. need some... Actually, you know, why don't we, if you feel like it, send us some uh, 
interesting ideas for badges. Oh, there's no shortage of ideas, no. Matt. Don't worry about ideas. Well, but, I'm, I'm all out. Uh, yeah, no, we've, we've got so many. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Game of the Month this month is Shadespire. Uh, we're getting 10% off Shadespire mm. this month and every month for Shadespire because good games always give you 10% always. off. Always. Games Workshop stuff. But for a bit of fun, you can walk into your good game store and say... Eternally 10% off. Which is your reminder that it's always mm. 10% off. Good game. You see what we did there? That was, that was clever. Yeah, it lasts for the month of June. No, no, but it doesn't. It lasts forever. Well, lasts for the month of June and forever. But this password does, but yeah. it's still only 10% <laughs> off. You don't get 10% off and then more. Yeah, so get your Skaven hap- Haven happening pronto. But if, still. If you could do it with them. Um, yeah, you could still, or you can go and win it. Like we'll have a, as usual, we'll post, uh, the Facebook post for this episode. Mm-hmm. One, two, one. We'll be at the top of the Facebook page for the entire month of June and you can win yourself a copy of Shakespeare. So it'll be drawn at the end of June. It'll be drawn at the end of June. Smart asses that say, ah, oh, well, it'll be drawn. <laughs> if I put it up a day too early, you go, oh, who won this after it's been up for 15 minutes? <laughs> no, at the end of June. It gets it gets very wordy the uh, the, anyway. the thing for you've seen, you've seen it anyway um, yeah so just get get a comment on there we'll have some stupid thing for you to do I'm thinking we do something like uh, leave a comment in Orkish and then Orkish. people or give people us your just, Ork Warband name and then people that just come along and um, just read the thing just comment to win <laughs> they'll go and see what everyone's put and they'll be going oh my god what's going on how can I compete with this yeah. yeah so last month's winner Alice Carter well done. Uh, we'll be in touch with you, telling you how to win your prize. And uh, have we got any other news? Adelaide P- uh, Regional PTQ. Done that, yeah. So- uh, I- I'm going to yeah, yeah. follow us on the Facebook page. Uh, pop a like up there. We're getting, we're getting up there, you know. The numbers are, we gonna, are getting higher, but are we, we're going to always push it higher. Now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, please, uh, that's how we keep doing why we keep doing these things that's no, not why we keep doing this we keep doing this because we just enjoy it but i know but the more uh, widespread in, and popular it can be the more uh giveaways we get hold yeah. of to hand back to you guys that's and it. it's fun giving stuff away so, so please get your mates onto it don't forget those itunes reviews if you really like um, yeah jamie wants leave them. those there and well it helps <laughs> makes us more visible on the podcast circles. it does yeah yeah so do that if you want to email us because you love us so much uh, you can email us at podcast at sevenlanehand.com. Or, or you if can you even... think Matt goes on too much, matt at sevenlanehand.com. Just to tell me to stop. <laughs> I, I won't stop. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, if you've got any comments, like my, uh, my Blood Bowl team, if you really want to help me with the colour scheme, then get in there nice and early and oh, there'll be a tell post. me what there'll to be do. A post, won't there there like, is, there is a post the up there. So, there yeah. will be, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've also added, I don't know if you noticed the uh, little newspaper I added after I uh, yeah, won my first game. Good. I was impressed with that, Matt. You've so, excelled yeah. yourself. So there. I'm going to do was... that. Literally, I didn't use Excel at all. Proper I, uh... quality. It was proper quality. <laughs> so, um, yeah, look forward to that silliness. That's the kind of thing that we want to put up on the Facebook page, you know, just stuff yeah. like that. It gets, you know, get a little bit of a laugh, a little bit of a rise out of it, whatever, you know. Next fortnight, we've got another MTG pod. Aaron will be back in. I don't know who we're going to drag in for that. We'll have... Talk about Battle Bond, Corset, Brawl. It's all on. It's all that's uh, a lot of magic going on. Very excited about the Corset. Dominaria is still proper kicking it. It's yeah. good stuff. Getting for a draft or something like that while you can. And um, What about yeah, next month's game? Next month's game is going to be Decrypto. Decrypto. We have it sitting in front of us here, uh, ready for an unboxing video. Right. We're yeah. very sleepy, so we might do that a bit later. Scorpion Mask Games. Yeah, let's look at the box. looks like one of those things you drop a... Uh, little coded thing in behind a red filter and 
It, you can oh, read it. It's an Enigma machine. No, no, just a red bit of cellophane. I remember those. Mm. All right, that's about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've got nothing else. So, yeah. Else. Well, hopefully uh, you enjoy playing this game as much as you know as we sort of did despite any rumblings i might have yeah it's I'm good just being a grumpy bear. That. it's yeah. good look i came around to it so yeah anyone can it's uh so it's a it's a locked in good time yeah. if you're really that interested in the world of warhammer and 40k you could always find you know pinch kai's ear and get him to talk about it. he loves to talk about that sort of thing so no if, if you're in indianapolis well no but you can still pinch his ear virtually yeah. I bet there's apps for that. Yeah. Um, oh, well, that's probably enough for that. <laughs> Good night, Shakespeare. Good night, everybody. <laughs>